What's up? What's up? What's up? Yeah, welcome to another episode of Malik and Jamal. We don't know when we'll be back, so stop asking. No one's asking. No one's asking just, for clarification. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no one's asking. <laughs> uh, so we again, this is more for us than for you. It's starting to become our catchphrase. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great slogan. <laughs> or tagline, yeah. It's for us, not for you. Um so, so yeah. someone very close to me. Um instead of take one for the team, started saying take one for yourself. And that's my new favorite phrase. Take I love one for yours. <laughs> it's so versatile. It, it's so it's good, right? So versatile. It's so take good. one for yourself. It's like, yo, shot. Take it for yourself. Don't take it for me. Take it for yourself. We were talking. That's pretty dope. I was like, oh yeah, you know, I just took one for myself. You did what? I wrote it down too. I was like, nah, nah, that hit. That's fire. <laughs> That's hard. That's hard. That's really hard. But also, two men that are on a pot, two straight men on a podcast talking about take one for yourself is uh, <laughs> very on brand. Very ah. on brand. Uh, but well, we're back. <laughs> yeah, we we are back. We are indeed back. Uh, a lot has happened. Uh, a lot of travels have been made. Um, a lot of life decisions have also been made. Uh, a lot of good times have been had. Um, Shout out to the Miami Heat for making it to the finals and shout out to Jokic for being too damn big. <laughs> yeah. You know what? What makes it worse? Jokic doesn't even do the whole like too little thing. He just, it's just clearly you are. You just know small. he's, you, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't even have to say it at that point. It sucks What's, because you'll watch it. Go ahead. No, I'm saying what's scary is like after the championship, you're seeing his brother carry him easily, like <laughs> cradling this up, like cradling this. Dude. And I'm like, Jokic is what six eleven, six ten, something, some like absurd nine. height. And then, I mean, that's the thing about the Heat; they're way too small. Bam Adebayo showed up. I don't say he much did. about him. Bam Adebayo shows up. Jimmy Butler did not. But hey, nope. You know he got, he got us there. I can live with it. Shout out to my Heat. We got it next year. Get rid of Tyler Hero. Let's go. You you said get rid of Tyler Hero. We need to trade him before his value drops. Mm, you think the injury from him. this path? Okay. I, I don't even think the injury is going to hurt. The issue is he has a lot of market, or he had a pretty decent amount of market value prior to the playoffs. Because he mm. got injured, it kind of helped us because we didn't have a playoff run of him being really mediocre like we did last year. So mm. we can still leverage the fact like, hey, this is a former uh, sixth man of the year. And his rookie year, he went up against LeBron and like actually gave him a run for his money. We can still move him and like probably one of our bench warmers, probably Duncan Robinson. We, we just got to get rid of the white boys, except for Kevin Love. Um, what? Uh, Duncan Robinson was cooking a little bit. Duncan Robinson was cooking. And that's what we need. I need him to cook because when he gets to the regular season, he's not going to make shots for about 50 games. The Spolster is going to give him about two minutes a game. So while everyone thinks that he's better than he is right now, <laughs> let's get rid of that way too damn expensive contract that Pat Riley signed him to and get rid of the hero, get rid of Robinson and bring in a really big name. And we didn't give Riley Bill some kind of pissed about that. Uh, Bradley Bill, I don't know. Bradley Bill doesn't. Because he's going to the Suns, right? Yep. And Chris so Paul it's is Devin now going Booker. To the Warriors. <sighs> That's a terrible, terrible idea. It's sad. It's just you don't need it. I mean, but Golden State doesn't need a facilitator. That's they don't need that. They need a consistent shoot. You have a Draymond, which I get it. He's in negotiations right now, so everyone's thinking okay he's probably gonna go to the lakers because of his fandom of lebron blah 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 
but he's probably just doing this to negotiate a better contract. Because again, wh- where's Draymond going to go? There's no other team in the NBA that has that many good shooters that just needs a guy to be able to move the ball at just the right place at just the right time. I mean, to a week after Draymond says that he's going to um, reject his play or his player option, um, they get rid of the one person he had opposition with on the team. So to your point about whether or not he's staying, they yeah. definitely are. And you heard um, their new GM because their GM just retired. Uh, you mm-hmm. just heard their new, I think Mike Dunleavy Jr. or whatever the hell. Um, homie said, like, we want Draymond to stay. Of course. Right? Like, they're doing everything possible to make it very clear to Draymond. Like, we'll make what's necessary, like, work for you to stay. And everyone's saying that they're going to get rid of Clay Thompson, too, which if you get rid of Jordan Poole and Clay Thompson, to your point about Chris Paul only being a facilitator now, all you got is Steph and um, Wiggins. That's not, go- that's not the Golden State not Warriors roster. That's just not it. And I do think it is unfair to Jordan Poole to an extent to judge a bad season and say, and terrible offseason. I'll I'll give you that. The bad yeah. offseason performance was terrible. But judging his, his entire playing ability and potential off of one bad season, I think is a little bit of a miss. I say give him another season. I remember there was one season Tyler Hero wasn't, or maybe it was an offseason that you had talk, talked about in the heat where Tyler Hero was not playing well. I think it was after he won Rookie of the Year. Um, no, the, after the six-man award, probably. Because this past season, he yeah. was very underwhelming. Because I drafted him for our fantasy league, and mm. he was trash. So, I mean, I hear you, but also what I start with, get rid of that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. But I'm saying, like, Tyler Hero, off-year, on-year, off-year, on-year. Which, unfortunately for Tyler Hero, and this is no disrespect towards him as a player, he's a role player. So... He's our second best player. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, he comes in for a few minutes and then you take him out and then that's sort of how he works. And yes, he gives you a lot of good points. But unfortunately, a guy that's just very, consi- well, <laughs> not consistent over the course of a season or multiple games, but just a guy you can get a few points off or off a few minutes. Generally, what happens? You just bounce them from team to team to team until they get into a really good team. They stay there for a while. And then once they do a restructure, those are the first pieces that you trade. To your point, it, as long as the market value is high, you trade that mud and just you see what know, happens. The issue is with heroes. Like, yeah, he won six man of the year only because Spolstra didn't want to start him. He's kind of like, he's kind of like how James Harden won six man of the year. It's like, yeah, uh... you're solid, but you should absolutely be in the starting lineup. So when Oladipo came back from injury, um, they were like, there was a bunch of postseason conversations or preseason rather conversations in terms of this past season, who was going to start mm. like both hero and deep are like, yo, I want to start. Like they're talking to the media about this. Like, yo, it's in Spolstra's hands, but we'll see him like, okay, we know Tyler hero is going to start. Like it makes no that makes sense the most for sense. Victor Oladipo to start. He, right. he, he used to be great, but this isn't the Pacers anymore. Like, right. So, so hero started every game he played this past season. So he's back into the regular rotation. And then we had Kyle Lowry as starting point guard, which I think screwed us. And then we started to see our record shift once we put Lowry on the bench and had him start coming in, like you said, for those burst minutes. Yeah. Which is hilarious watching um, <laughs> watching Kyle Lowry come in as a point guard against Denver. It's just hilarious. And this is no, this is just, it's you too little. Out. 
It's rough. Can you even see who to pass the ball to? All, when all of your shooters got to run past you to get the ball, you're too little. <laughs> There's a moment but. in – um so a uh, friend of mine and I we went down to Miami for game four of the finals, and that was the game that Aaron Gordon dropped more points than Jokic, Jamal Murray, yep. Yep. Bam Adebayo, yep. and Jimmy Butler yep. in the game. And so my friend and I were looking like – when. When the hell did he drop? Like, when did he score? I'm looking at this whole game. When did you score 27 points? Mm. Like, it, like was it pretty nasty. much all in the post? It was in the post. He hit us with a couple threes. It was it was rough. And they they got a white boy. They got their own little rookie Tyler yep. Hero. They I'm telling you, man, the white boy, the Alex Caruso's of the world, the um, they're coming back, man. What's it? The Austin Reeves of the world, man. Yeah, these white boys. Bro, it's coming back. Like they're they're trying to make the NBA great again. It's really weird. I don't like it. <laughs> it's it's really strange, man. You're gonna start seeing red hats at the games and everything. I'm just know. saying, I don't remember the last time I've seen the basketball game with that many white boys on the court between Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero obviously wasn't playing. Um who's the other guy in the heat? I keep forgetting. Um Kevin Love. Kevin Love. And like you said, the white dude on Tony Seller. D- Denver, who like, I don't know. It's like that nigga. He wasn't on because he's not a nigga. So he he's not on, <laughs> he's not on the court. And you know when he's on the court because he just starts scoring like crazy. And you're like, who is this white boy scoring like this, bro? When I was out in Denver, um, during I want to say game two or game three, they put the rookie in. He's in the post against Jimmy, and I'm like, bet we're good. Boy, Big man. boy, sit, sit your ass down. Too he little. bodies Jimmy. Yeah. Bodies him. And, like, everybody – I'm at a friend's watch party who, you know, they live in Denver, so obviously they're all Denver they're friends, hype. friends yeah. from college. And so they're talking all this shit. And, they like, I'm just like – I'm talking shit. I'm like, yeah, Jimmy about to – Jimmy about to – what? <laughs> Jimmy. And so apparently – and I was talking to a friend at a bar the other day. Apparently all of his coaches – I forgot the dude's first name. I know his last name was Brown, but apparently all of his coaches – in the past, like, yo, he's one of the strongest players on the court at all times. Wow. That man is built. And you don't realize it. Like, he's solid, so you don't really see it. Ah, uh, got no, it. Man's got muscle. I mean, being able to body Jimmy in the paint in the as a rookie in the finals is impressive as hell. Yeah. And then, of course, <laughs> Jokic, right? And this is like, wow, there's, there's a Jokic. lot of white boys cooking on this court right now. Yeah, man. That's what happens in Denver. <laughs> that is what happens in Denver. But shout out to your Miami Heat. Every year they get closer. Every year they get Every closer. Year. So Every next year they got to get the chip, right? That's. I mean, in 2020, when we went to the finals, we got two wins. This time we only got one. So we're kind of going backwards. But hey, we beat the Celtics. But, That's all that matters. But silver lining, they swept the Lakers. That's so true. That's true. you did better than the team that beat you last time in the finals. I can live with that. This was a successful season as far as I'm concerned. No one saw this coming. It's like I said, you all have had a few good seasons. <laughs> it feels like every time you all start winning, no one sees it coming. I'm like, guys, this is for the last four uh, postseasons, you all didn't see this coming. I think you all might want to start uh, catching up and see something coming. I don't know. I, I don't know. I would start feeling like, stupid. How? So what? 2020, we go to the finals. 2021. We don't gonna talk about it. yeah the Bucks the Bucks does dirty sure 2022 we lose against the Celtics because Jimmy can't hit corner can't hit threes um and it goes to a game seven 
2023, we get to the finals after beating the Bucks and the Celtics, the two favorites coming out of the East. Yeah. We're the most consistent team in the East right now. I would, yeah. Yes, I 100% agree. And we've talked about this before. I don't know if we talked about this on the pod, but consistency is one of the hardest things to get in the modern era of basketball. And I don't know, again, whether this is a new phenomenon or if this has always been a thing and just not as much for the franchise players, but that consistency, being able to perform at a certain level each and every year, every almost every game or for most of a season is just almost unheard of nowadays. Again, except for Denver <laughs> and the Heat, um, which, again, it's more so postseason for the Heat because I, I'll be worried about y'all sometimes. Like, man, as, as, as it, yeah, it's just, they're, they're you. They meet. <laughs> y'all are two peas in a pod with how that, that personality If it's not works, necessary, man. why are we trying? Facts. It's just they don't talk about it as much. They, you know, yeah. I remember when um Jimmy was upset because they were saying, "Oh, playoff Jimmy." He's like, "It's not playoff Jimmy. I play hard all the time." I'm like, like "Negro, no. please." <laughs> just cat, cat. Like I've watched Heat games only because of my proximity to you, and I'm like, "Bruh, nah." <laughs> you during the season? No, you got like two or three games where you pop off and let niggas know you had man. And then the postseason, all of a sudden, you become Michael Jordan's son. And you just start scoring 30, 40 a game and getting rebounds and assists, except for this past series. But I was right, yeah. I um I, I was talking to a, a, a friend of mine who's also a Heat fan, and he was saying that Jimmy might have also been injured, which that makes a lot of sense. Because I, yeah. I was waiting to see Jimmy pop off against Denver, and he just never did. Um which uh, my grandmother was definitely rooting for Denver. She's been mad at Jimmy Butler ever since uh, he left the Bulls. Chicago. Yeah, I was yeah. like, that's fair. Yeah, and I'm like, but the Bulls did him dirty. He's like, well, he was being loud about it. And I was like, nah, fam, the Bulls did him dirty. They should do whatever so it took to keep Jimmy. I'm I, like, man, we should have kept Jimmy. I was so sad when I heard that's he was right. gone. Um, But, yeah, no, I hope, I hope again, I hope to see him in the – in the finals next year, if not the playoffs, because I will say this, they're at least a fun team to watch. It's entertaining. The amount of like arguments I got into during the Knicks heat series, like <laughs> living in New York, wearing heat gear, like talking all my shit. It was so much fun because people think you're just being um, antagonistic for the sake of, I'm like, no, like this is my team no matter what. And like, I actually know what's happening here. <laughs> It's just really yeah. fucking to give you that shit. Here's the issue. Knicks fans are very delusional. And again, my friend that's also a Heat fan, he's from New York. And we had that whole conversation. <laughs> he's born, uh, well, raised there. And we had that whole conversation about, like, Knicks fans are some of the worst because they are literally delusional. It's like Cowboys fans for the NFL yep. and Knicks fans for the NBA. Just, yeah, we gonna win it this year. I'm like, bro, y'all, and listen, I love Derrick Rose. I'm Derrick Rose will always have a special place in my heart. But Nick fans sit down somewhere. Y'all really ain't cooking like like that. And that's okay. (laughs) Be happy y'all made it to the playoffs this year. Just be happy about that and call it that day. Is you know, Um, and they got what? They got to the second round. They they didn't sweep them, but I think they went up 4-1 against the uh, Cavaliers, which I had I had the Cavaliers going up against uh, I had the Cavaliers making it to the conference finals. Like, mm. I thought Donovan Mitchell was going to pop off. 
I thought him and Jared Allen had that. I was really disappointed to see um, that play out. But I get it. It's their first year together. Donovan Mitchell had a solid season, but it was gotcha. sad to see him yeah. fall short. Got to let the team grow. Got to let the yeah. team grow and evolve. All right, yeah, this isn't the NBA podcast. They said we yeah, just decided we're, to. We're, it's yeah, fine. We're done it's with our that. I just have to, to shout out, out my team. Uh, just yeah, have to give some to respect for my people because, you know, like you said, nobody respects Miami. So. They don't. Uh, it's also funny, and then we'll end it at that. We were talking about how a lot of my favorite players uh, come from Philly. <laughs> and so I started to um, not come from Philly. I have played for Philly. Played Will for Chamberlain Philly. has played for Philly. Yeah. Allen Iverson. I do rock with Charles. Charles Barkley, um, Dr. J, obviously, for Philly. And I was like, you know, that's a solid little solid little history. I might start, you know, seeing what they on. This offseason, I said, nah. Yeah, don't do that to to yourself, bro. You don't want that problem. Being a Sixers fan sounds rough. Listen, I wasn't – you know what? I wasn't even mad at it until I saw that last game that they played. uh, I think it was against the Celtics. And you just saw how the Celtics took the heart from them boys. Like they within the first half, they just looked like Joel and Mr. MVP Joel Embiid and James Harden. All of a sudden, just you just saw their soul taken from their body like it was Mortal Kombat. And I was like, bro, if you're going to lose, at least lose with some heart. At least look like you're trying everything possible to win and you still got beat. I mean, I think got. that's the thing for them. This is like the second or third time they, they being the Sixers, have gotten in a position where one more win, like you all are ahead in this series. Y'all yep. got this. Yeah. You, you got three more games to get one win. Yeah. That's all you need. That's all yep. you need. Yeah. And they keep falling short. And then you add Doc Rivers onto it. <laughs> that that poor, poor unemployed man. Is, poor Doc. His Doc, he didn't get hired again. No one signed him. All the uh, coaching roles are filled for the season, and Doc does not have a job. That's what you get for your for trading away your um, son. Keep it out. Yeah. Keep it in the family. Keep it in the family. Oof. And uh, I, I'll just do. I know you're not a Celtics guy, but uh, you know my heart goes out to the Celtics. Gave ah. away one of their centerpieces. Ah. What Marcus Smart, ah. right? <laughs> <laughs> With your green dyed hair dance. Ha! What you gonna do? Dye it red, white, and blue next time? Or no, where is he now? Well, he's in Memphis. It's a parade inside my city, yeah! Let's go! <laughs> Let's go, hey, it's, man. It, it's just gonna be turquoise instead of green. He's just gonna change the tint a little bit. You Let's know, go, uh, man. Uh, Marcus Smart, uh, I'm glad they got a real shooter on the team. And I'll <laughs> just leave that joke where it is. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> hey, they need some help for the uh, first 25 games. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's a fact. Oh, man. Ja, oh, man. ja, ja. It's so funny saying ja, ja, ja three times because it sounds like <laughs> I'm laughing. Because it feels like you're laughing in Spanish, <laughs> which is a stupid ass sentence. <laughs> I remember the first time we were at Latin and a Spanish teacher explained that to us, but like didn't give us enough context to like get how, like, how you like reading it right like how, that's how you would read it or pronounce it but you're not going yeah. to laugh like ja 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 and like <laughs> i started doing that and they thought i was being an asshole and i'm like mr Perez told me that's how we laugh in spanish and i felt so stupid i felt so dumb but here's here's my counter to that ha 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 right like 
yeah, people don't literally laugh like that, but sometimes people will use ha ha ha. Right? You know what I'm saying? Right. I, I just I too would assume some people would say ja ja ja, but Thanks. you know, <laughs> apparently not. Apparently, I shouldn't have said it as loudly as I did. And you know what? I respect that. 